you know what, Jen? I don't think I've ever looked better in my life. I think I'm I'm at the peak of my physical prowess. I think you are. At the moment. And yeah. I would love to share that with people. I'd love people to be able to see me in the flesh. Just it's to... selfish to keep this. <laughs> it is. This amount of radiance needs to be shared. So I thought what I would do is invite people along to see me in real life. To be in the same room at the Museum of Comedy. At the Museum of Comedy, because comedy is what I do <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> and you belong in a museum. No, oh, no. No, no, no. It was How rude. My self-esteem had climbed and now it's back down on the floor. But no, I um, love the Museum of Comedy and I'm going to go there and I'm going to take my raw magnetism with me uh, on Wednesday the 24th of April. Can I come too? You can. Just try not to sort of detract from my glow, you know. Okay. Uh, we are going to have the magnificent Jenny Ryan, a magnificent guest, Ooh. TBA. Wednesday the 24th of April, put it in your diaries, bring your sunglasses because I am shining. Yeah, get your tickets now. The link is in our social media or from the music. Museum of Comedy website. Oh, please do come. Jen's all right as well. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. What's your name? Jenny Ryan. Correct. What's my name? Lucy Porter. Correct. What are we doing? We're making a podcast all about quizzing. Correct. What's it called? Fingers on buzzers. Correct. Welcome to another edition of Fingers on Buzzers. <laughs> uh, that it's almost like you've been nursing a three-day hangover, Jen. That sort of slightly <laughs> slow. Okay. It's Fingers on Buzzers and it's another mashup episode and we could not be more delighted with who we have. Friends of the show, I would say. Very much so. I would hope. I hope so. I hope they're not enemies and they hate <laughs> And podcast legends, we have got Anna and James from No Such Thing as a Fish. Oh, Hi guys. Studio audience. <laughs> Thank you so, so much for coming to join us on Fingers on Buzzers. I Thanks mean, for having us. Yeah, it's thanks for having us. A return visit for you there, James. Yeah, one more time and I'll get my hat trick ball. <laughs> yep. You do. Very early guest, in fact. Very early. I don't know, we should have some sort of loyalty. Yeah, like a, uh, I don't know, set of steak knives or something or a clock radio <laughs> alarm. Yeah, on your, on your sixth visit, you get a I free feel like coffee. It mm. should be something kind of on brand, like a blankety blank checkbook and pen or Ooh. a countdown teapot or something like that. We oh, definitely we... need merch. We have discussed merch and we were thinking of Charles and Diana Spencer memorial 
coins or clothing or something yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i think us in the charles and i pose where you know where she's yeah. in like the blue suit looking up and he's got his yeah. hand on her shoulder i think we could do we could recreate that quite nicely my oh, ears are far too small to be charles oh no oh, i'll be so. charles okay yeah yeah i'm very happy to be charles i've got a <laughs> fine ear and i'm going slightly bald um <laughs> so and anna lovely to have you with us thanks very much for coming oh thank you very excited to be here we're gonna quiz you because obviously that's, that's what we go. all do sorry uh, i mean you know it's i am the only quiz idiot here really um <laughs> oh <laughs> so, i'll join you there <laughs> are you not a quizzer i mean do you you know obviously nah. we sort of presume that you do but no no terrible quizzer got a really bad memory oh. probably on the wine and, oh, um, <laughs> you are no. a bit Anna I think you just don't really like it much or... I'm not a huge fan well I've, I'm not a fan of um, the thing it turns people into not for, for professional quizzes like yourselves <laughs> you know you're able to become normal humans and be nice decent people as well as quizzing but most people turn into complete bastards in a quiz yeah. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I'm one of those I find it very stressful <laughs> I know. yeah my husband actually I love him to bits but quizzing is not his he doesn't show himself to his best in in quizzing he gets very competitive quite pedantic and a bit yeah, aggressive classic. Mm. yeah and can classic. i just say anna you better not let us down today <laughs> <laughs> oh no we're not on the same team are we oh yeah <laughs> do you know what also i really i have to share my pet quizzing hate because it's been building up in me for so many years every single pub quiz you go to someone says when it comes to the pop culture round oh i just don't know anything about pop culture and it's, it's my pet hate it's the most disgustingly mm. snobbish thing there's I don't even know the television <laughs> exactly exactly yeah. i will ask music i listen to with the rolling stones not <laughs> not, na- not gonna name any names but um one one of my oldest friends posted on facebook recently um has anyone got any good like box set recommendations because i don't own a television and i don't watch popular tv Oh. And then she, oh. and then like, in the first comment, she was saying how much she enjoyed watching Race Around the World and Normal People. I was like, wow. you've just defined two incidents of popular TV that you watch. So yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I'm I'm absolutely with you. And people are snobbish about a topic. It it's means bad, isn't it? they're deeply, either deeply insecure about it and trying to cover it up, which is that's not the avenue to go. Or they're just an ass about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you must have to deal with it a lot i pity you well, well it's jenny is the, the queen of, of the you're the queen of lowbrow though aren't you jen you're yeah like the, nice on the chase you're the one who knows everything about the kind of the soaps and and tv and stuff like that well so not being like the a chases. double injury when when somebody is you know snobbish about pop culture and like well it doesn't mean that because you know all of the queen's consort in order and um you know you're you're big up on Holbein it doesn't mean that you're better than me and in mm. fact it probably means I'm going to beat you in a quiz much more frequently more yeah. people prefer Hollyoaks to Holbein yeah yes <laughs> nice <laughs> new, I've new watched that line. crossover I have to say the Hollyoaks Holbein crossover show <laughs> they get trapped in the National Gallery overnight <laughs> something to do with I mean who's still in it um, Tony would definitely be there because he's been in it since forever. Right, Old Tony. And the Holbein's come to life, and Cromwell or whoever steps out. 
starts interacting. I don't know. Is that the right period? <laughs> starts getting off with one of the Hollyoaks girls. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, he would as well. What's and all. Yeah, <laughs> Oliver Cromwell would not make the casting, I have to say. Do you not reckon? No. They no. do occasionally let older people be in it. I mean, I have two friends who are well, very hot. attractive older people, but... Yeah. Then... Yeah, well, I tell you, my age—it's—it's—it's it's, it's hotness. Yeah, Dan and Lizzie will be very glad. So, yeah, Dan Tetzel and Lizzie Roper, you have officially been deemed hot. <laughs> hot and old. <laughs> I said old. She said hot. So okay. I think we know who's going to be. They're old for Hollyoaks. Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> and Jan- like one over fifty, and soon that will be Tony, even though he's still playing one of the young ones. Oh, bless him. Is he the he's the Ken Barlow of Hollyoaks, is he? He is. He is. And and if he ever left, it would be like the Ravens deserting the tower. Of Hollyoaks. Yeah. Crumbles. How, how did we so quickly get onto terrible television? <laughs> no, it's not terrible. I, I, I love Hollyoaks deeply, but it's it is it is pop culture and someone sneering away somewhere. But it's the same people who write on every uh, newspaper article about anyone famous. There's always someone in the comments who goes, yeah, well, I mean, I've never heard of them. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay. And yet you've taken the time and energy to type that in. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, wow. Well done. We're all very impressed that you don't own a television and <laughs> you only listen to Radio 3. Have a medal. Um, yes. Well, good. So that's a really good pet hate, actually, Anna. But what are your uh, quizzing pet hates, James? Uh, losing. Mm-hmm. Not like that very much. <laughs> Um, Jen and I sometimes do pub quizzes, don't we, Jen, together? We Every do. now and then. Um, and sometimes we go into my local pub and try and do a pub quiz. And then people turn around and they go, there's a QIL for one of the chasers has just walked in. And everyone else just walks straight out again. <laughs> <laughs> if they don't realise who we are, then we're definitely going to beat them. Yeah, well, most of them don't have a TV, so how would they know who you are? Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> yes. the North London quizzing elite. Um, I don't really have that many pet hates. I really like quizzing. I think, um, sorry to Anna, but I just find it really fun. I suppose the one thing is when you go to a pub quiz and there's a lot of time when you're, everyone's silent and just listening to the quiz master. Mm. And so it's not quite as sociable as, as some other times when you could be in the pub, I suppose. Yeah, a disorganised quiz where they've not factored yeah. that in. It's yeah. not, it's, 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 it is your night out just garnished with a little bit of of quiz rather than the other way around should be anyway yeah and also going to a quiz with jen where she just sits in the corner and writes all the answers while the rest of us kind of watch the football. not not so we, we <laughs> argued about yemen last time yemen was the answer it, what was it the was a bit out of kilter it was oh. where, where was where, where was the original coffee tree grown oh i do you know what and i absolutely follow that thought process of thinking yemen seems a bit obscure doesn't it field isn't it yeah i actually do like a quiz quite a lot i just you know think sometimes it turns people into ourselves they are mostly fun otherwise james and i would literally have nothing in common we wouldn't be able to spend any time together (laughs) (laughs) because that's all i talk about i went to um a game of thrones quiz um recently and we were with i didn't really know about game of thrones much i'd seen bits of it and i watched like a youtube 45 minute recap of the entire five seasons or six seasons or whatever it was uh and i got i think maybe two right in the whole quiz but i had a couple of really big fans there and i think we got everything right apart from maybe 10 or 15 answers and we were nowhere near second bottom we were just everyone else in the pub just knew everything. <laughs> yeah. Wow! Yeah, we, we did enjoyed it though. 
Well, no. Ah, you see, <laughs> that's that's another thing. If it's pitched too hard, yeah, or yeah. too niche, yeah. But yeah, I suppose. Although you knew what you were getting yourself into, didn't you? I did when it said Game of Thrones quiz. It wasn't Game of Thrones fun quiz for all the family. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I've done a couple of uh, film quizzes and I think I like film, but then you do a film quiz with people who really like film and you realise that you don't have what it takes at all. Yeah, Yeah. well, I suppose we find that on QI because we're kind of generalists, right? Mm -hmm. We kind of, all of our questions are on fish. And no such things as fish. They're kind of, all of our facts could be about any single subject. But of course, someone who listens or someone who watches QI will be an expert on that subject. Yeah. So, yeah. And they will really want to let you know if you've got something wrong. <laughs> yeah. And they'll be astonished that you didn't know it in the level of depth that they know it, having devoted all their spare time for the last three decades to reading about it. Uh, have there ever been any sort of mistakes that you've thought, oh, actually, yeah, that was, we should have spoken don't yeah. think we've ever made any mistakes, actually, No, have we? I don't think so. I was, no, I was just making that as an example of <laughs> someone <laughs> who might have made a mistake. Uh, um, the, one on, um, the one on QI that I always remember is when we put a picture of a Rolls-Royce engine on the screens and they had flipped it round, the picture people had flipped it on the screen, so it was going either anti-clockwise instead of clockwise or clockwise instead of anti-clockwise, and we got a letter from someone saying, ah, oh, I don't think that could be a Rolls-Royce engine because they only go whichever way it is yeah 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 mm-hmm. and they said um for pointing this out i would like a signed picture of stephen fry uh <laughs> i don't mind who signs the picture as long as it is a picture of stephen fry <laughs> wow. <Yeah>. wow <laughs> there are some interesting fans you've got there <laughs> <laughs> a picture of stephen fry signed by sandy toxvig that would be worth money yeah, yeah that would that be would yeah, be. yeah. <laughs> But that person must have been watching every single episode with an eagle eye, waiting for something that they knew more about than you, seemingly. Yeah, yeah. although, you know, we, we don't mind. We quite like No, right and I, I do think it's either that, or actually, because this guy is a huge fan, so I, I think it's like, you know, when people care so much about something, so he's so into engines, that it's almost offensive to that person if yeah. you've, you know, bad mouth or you've made a mistake about something that's sacred to him. Yeah. I think, you know, it's fair enough. It's like their religion. Yeah, like Hollyoaks for Jen, you know, yeah. if you... Uh, exactly. <laughs> if you diss Tony, then that is, you know, really the end. Anyway, yeah. enough Hollyoaks chat. <laughs> That's why I've got a podcast. Are we going to keep coming Hollyoaks. back to it? <laughs> yeah, it, it, this will be the theme. So shall we start with one of our quizzes? We'll be quizzing the No Such Thing as a Fish guys. They will be quizzing us, and then Amanda will be quizzing all of us at the end. So I think, Ooh. shall we begin, Jen? I think we should we should kick things off. Yeah. And uh, as we have been asking our guests, their specialist subjects, guys, we're asking you questions about elves. Mm. Okay. Yeah, great. So I assume you know all about this and we, well, we're not going to have people. to write in and complain and demand, <laughs> demand photos of Rolls-Royce engines signed by Tony from Hollyoaks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Anna, you can start us off. Here's your question. What is the original meaning of the word elf? Mm. You don't even get options because we know you guys are brainiacs. Being an elf. You should know this. It really feels like I should. And we're not allowed to consult, are we? 
Because this is going to be a very frustrating experience for Jane. You, you, you can, I think you can, you can do. I if you, you can. If you, if you I don't know what it originally was. I know it's 11 in German. Is it? Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. Ulf, yeah. Nice. Um, it's not 11, no. Sorry. Elf, what could it be? So what are elves? They're Christmassy. They're small. Um, they wear hats. Yeah, elf. Doesn't elf. seem to come from any classical Latin or Greek roots, does it? No, no. It sounds sort of old Englishy or something, mm. or Germanic-y kind uh, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Viking. Maybe it's, they're kind it's more of your Viking. Oh, are they? They're kind of mischievous, aren't they? Elves. In well, in in your more modernised version of the mythology, oh. they are. Did they used to be more more just bad? Like a like, is it a criminal? Some sort of criminal? No. A, there's a word called elf locked, which means your hair is kind of um, really tangled and you can't get the knots out of it. Uh, interesting. See, yeah. we go. We get we're getting additional facts which you don't get with uh, with every guest. No, <laughs> that's the trick. We throw you off the scent of realizing that we don't know the answer <laughs> by just okay. hurling blinding. I will, you I will put you out of your misery. Go on. Go and on. Elf originally meant white being. Did it now? Okay. okay. Shall I ask Anna my question? Yeah, why not? Mm. In Norse mythology, there are two contrasting types of elves. What are they? <laughs> now, it kind of follows on from it does a little bit. Jenny's uh-huh. question, if that's of any use to you. So there are two contrasting types of elves in mm. in your Norse mythology, mm. general. What are the two types? So, are, 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 is it Sweet sort of like... Um, it's not. It's not that. But yeah, <laughs> is it like your mudbloods and your wizards? Do some have magic powers and some don't? They're the outcasts. Great call. I think they're. I think they're all just bastards, really. Mm. In in your Norse mythology, elves are, are just. Yeah, oh, the really? the the they're hard as nails, and they will get you. Interesting. Yeah. Is it the okay. shades of white? The two. Is it sort of like your beige, and then your Ooh. your pearly white alabaster? And I'm, then milky. I'm, you're so I'm close. tempted to like, give you points for that. In Latin, there's two words for white, isn't there? So there's w- shiny white and then there's matte white. Oh, shiny like, and matte. I like yeah. that. <laughs> it's like, like gross. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, you're sort of so close. And it, I feel so it is dark elves and light elves. Oh, come so, on. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't mix your whites and your darks. Dokkalfar <laughs> and Lyosalfar are the two contrasting types of elves. Dark elves dwell within the earth, while the light elves live in Alphamir, Alphamir, and are fairer than the sun to look at. So basically, oh. you've got light white beings and dark white beings, so I'm giving you the, the shades of white. We'll oh, take cool. it. That and you right. are lucky there are no extant fluent Norse speakers to correct your pronunciation there. <laughs> so, <laughs> avoid that. We'll get, we'll get letters, but Amanda oh. has to read them. So. And they'll runes. be in Norse. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll get some sort of screed of... Uh... <laughs> anyway. Um, James, your Hello. question from me. On a different tack. In the film Elf, what is the name of Will Ferrell's character? Anna, you must be able to help with this. <laughs> I don't really do pop culture. <laughs> <laughs> is he not the is he not the elf in elf? He has a name. Oh, just oh is he oh it's like no, it oh, I know three It's dogs. an adjective. Is it an adjective? It's not like really. is it ending with Y? Yes. But it's, it's not, not, an, not adjective. an adjective. No. Dobby Dibby Dobby. It could be, actually. Um, a very common dog name. 
at least anecdotally, oh, given that I know spot. three. <laughs> no, he's called. It is does end in a Y, doesn't it? It's, it does. Um, and what common dog with? name ends in a Y. Uh, and what are the middle letters? <laughs> <laughs> um, he's not called Dobby. So what I would do in a normal pub quiz is, uh, well, first of all, I'd say, Jeb, what's the answer? And then secondly, <laughs> if I was on my own, I would go through the letters of the alphabet because I know that it ends in a Y and I reckon I would get it eventually. You won't have to go it's... far through the letters of the alphabet. No. Let's just put it that way. It's a, it's okay. a very friendly name. <laughs> so chummy or... <laughs> um, You're on the right be... tip there. Oh. Go back. She wants you to go back in the back. alphabet. Is that what oh, that gesture was? That was buddy. my hand gesture, yeah. It's Buddy. Yes, yes. it's Buddy. Nice. <laughs> uh, what you got there? <laughs> well, by the time you've edited this, that'll be just, I'll be so quick on the buzzer. Exactly. <laughs> it's in the rider, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. Incredibly short nice. episode, but they got everything right. <laughs> <laughs> so my question to you, James, is according to National Geographic... Oh, Which yeah. percentage of people in Iceland believe in elves? According to National Geographic, okay. what, what percentage of people in Iceland believe in elves? I'll give you some options. Oh, great. Um, well, I mean, it's around a quarter, around a half, or around three quarters. Okay, so, Anna, this is, I, this is a classic John Lloyd QI fact, isn't it? It's a bang-on classic, yeah. The, um, I, the first question that you have to ask is how much they'd had to drink before they answered the survey, right? Because mm. <laughs> there is genuinely that thing that when drunk, about twice as many people say they believe in elves as when sober. Yeah, and the number of people who say I definitely believe in elves compared to the number of people who won't rule it out is different as well. As well. <laughs> yes. Mm. And um, there was once a thing, there's a factoid on the internet that says that um, the only animal that can be used to stop a road being built, so if you complain because there's animals that live there, is elves in Iceland. And I wrote to the head of the Icelandic road agency a few years ago and said, is this true that you can stop roads from being built because of elves? And he sent me a massive long letter back basically saying, oh, this is ridiculous. It's, people are always saying this about Icelanders. And then I replied back so, saying, oh, so it's never happened. He's like, well, of course it has happened quite a few times. <laughs> uh, that is definitely true. I would say that it must be more than a quarter, wouldn't you, Anna? I think it's got to be the upper end. By the way, I just I can't believe you just called elves animals. You're going to get some serious letters about that in Old Norse. Um, <laughs> but aside from that, it's got to be the three quarters. Let's go for the three quarters when drunk. <sighs> well, you should have split the difference. Mm. Uh, always go middle for diddle. Yeah. I mean, it is, it's the upper end of around half. It's around half. It's 54%. So, I mean, wow. you know, Gosh. it's over okay. half. I don't know if that we don't know if that is sober or drunk mm. or whether they have to drive home and risk annoying the elves. Have you ever been to Iceland, any of you guys? Have you been to Iceland? No. So I'd when you drive to. around, there are like massive boulders, and there are little doors on all the boulders, which is where the elves are supposed to live. And I think people just stick them on, probably for tourists. But... Are there really? But they yeah, put yeah. doors on them. Yeah, they put little but then, doors. On. Are the boulders hollowed out in the middle, or do you open the door and there's just a rock behind it? There are I wouldn't risk opening elves. that door. That's yeah. scary. <laughs> lots of elves are you scared with very of elves? flat faces. Oh, <laughs> I'm, 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 I, I've heard enough old fairy tales where the elves. I mean, you don't really want to get, you don't want to get taken away to Elfland. Really? I mean, goblins. Is goblins are the ones for me. Oh no, no. Um, <laughs> I'm happy with the goblin because you know the goblin king is. 
it's Jareth has played by David Bowie. So I'd happily oh, go to yes, Goblin yes. Kingdom oh, yeah. if, if it was all Bowie all the time. Yeah, it's a good soundtrack to that yeah. demise, at the very least. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, but we do fairy doors over here. I mean, you've seen fairy doors, right, guys? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, no, I mean, it's kind of a common thing in lots of cultures, isn't it, to believe in, like, the, the other folk. Mm. Yeah, it, well, it's, it's good to help explain things that aren't readily explainable. And you mm. can, I suppose it is probably to do with kids mithering the parents mummy mummy why 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 um elves elves did it yeah <laughs> yeah yeah Look, well, as a parent, there, elves. you're not allowed to say anymore you're not allowed to threaten them with uh, mythical creatures as much anymore which i find disappointing you can't say well the goblins will come and take you away i believe you're not allowed to do that i think it's explicitly illegal in mm. iceland wow like, no. like actually against the law yeah let's do mm. that no wonder think... people believe in them then. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> then the Icelandic government are not helping themselves, are they, really? Yeah. <laughs> I think you are, you are so right, Jenny, that all, the source of all the mythology is probably parents making something up on the fly for their kids, or religion. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, yes. uh, Why God you should go into you. the woods <laughs> to visit your grandma on your own. Yeah. Um, yeah. Big bad. Big bad wolf. Why you shouldn't befriend coal miners, I suppose. No, that's... That's why you should befriend coal miners or diamond miners for uh, Snow White, because they will help you out when you die. They will place you in a glass coffin. So be friendly. Actually, really, yeah, be friendly. Be friendly and uh, trust people who take you into the woods, because they probably won't cut out your heart, but they might. (laughs) Basically, the woods is a dangerous place for all all things. (laughs) Didn't the dwarves keep... um... In the, the original one, didn't the dwarves just keep her prisoner forever and ever as their slave? So I think you want to be careful which version you're going with, don't mm. you, before you commit to it? Yeah, live yeah. in a Disney world rather than a Brothers Grimm or a Hans Christian Andersen or any of them. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Live in a Disney world if you if get you, the choice. Your, your parole was pretty brutal. I, I still have a book probably about there somewhere of, of proper classic fairy tales where someone has something cut off in every single one yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, I and I, that's where... why I liked them. Yeah, <laughs> they were, they the were original, gritty and realistic. Um, what's he called? <laughs> Pinocchio, the mm. original Pinocchio, where he gets uh, lynched by a load of uh, villagers and they yeah. burn his burn his legs off. <laughs> Spoiler: Terrifying. If you haven't seen the film. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact. You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Well, you got two out of four. That was pretty good on the, uh, on the Elf question. I think that was a very generous two out of four, wasn't it? We'll uh, take it. Nothing. Don't quibble, James. <laughs> okay. you, you should have got the last one as well, really. So, you know, it was almost three. We had say. too much knowledge of Icelandic poles. Yeah, that mm. was it. You were too clever, if yeah. anything. You know, you've done very well. And have you been doing much lockdown quizzing, by the way, guys? Is that, uh, has that been a thing for you? A wee bit. You've got to do it, haven't you? Mm. It's, you know, it's the rules under lockdown. and At least one a week. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we it's do the harkin. We do a harkin quiz every week with all of my family. It's oh yeah, your sister's on this on this pod quiz, podcast before. Has uh, has your family family yeah. quiz? Uh, my family are extremely creative, uh, unlike me. So I have to kind of catch up with them. And when you say creative, I've spent time with your family, and you mean filthy, filthy as hell, right? <laughs> Isn't it? Your younger sister seems to be the Zoom genius, and it's a combination of amazing questions and not suitable for anyone under the age of eighteen. Yeah. Uh, definitely not suitable for anyone under the age of 18. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I can't even give any examples. No, <laughs> we're all intrigued, but we'll have to get a private invite to the uh, Zoom, the Harkin Zoom quiz is the only thing, the only thing we can do. And have you got a regular one, Anna, or are you just taking them as and when you... Done, done a few um, on the fly, not got a regular, but I do quite enjoy them. I do think it's strangely ironic that the moment all pubs across the land shut, everyone discovers they love a pub quiz. But yes. <laughs> you've got to discover it sometime, I suppose. Yeah, I quite like them because Zoom's quite difficult, as we've all been realising in terms of knowing who speaks when. Mm. And I think it's really good to have some sort of structure in a Zoom, isn't it? So if you're seeing your friends but being forced to only speak when you know an answer to a question that actually works better in zoom than having a normal free-flowing conversation i'm afraid this yep. is the future yep 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 no and well and also it's what i like about pub quizzes in the real world is that it is as we sort of alluded to earlier it's you're with your mates and you're having a good time but there's no danger of running out of conversation or mm. any awkwardness mm. because you're sort of you're focused and you're there and i yeah i absolutely love it yeah, yeah, especially, I suppose, in lockdown where you don't really have much to talk about because you've all been in the same room for, the, <laughs> for 10 weeks in a row. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, God. It's getting pretty dry. <laughs> <sighs> so, well, on that subject, would you like to quiz us then? Oh, yes, please. Good. Absolutely. All right. So this is for Lucy. What is the name for a baby seahorse? We should just say that our quiz is all about fish. Because we do a podcast called No Such Thing as a Fish. Yes. We should say right. that. Good point. You very, thought, very thoughtfully made us do fish-themed stuff so we could plug our show, and then I forgot to desperately do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's all fish-themed. brain has atrophied just a little bit during this. this <laughs> it's um, actually a bit of a slap in the face because we fundamentally don't believe in fish. It's our only principle. And yet you've made us talk about fish in this entire quiz. <laughs> So, ouch. <laughs> cruel. Very cruel. Um, baby, it was it a baby seahorse? A baby seahorse. A baby seahorse. Um, which, uh, so, you know, you're trying to lead me down seafoal, seafoal, or, um, you know, something 
That would be good, wouldn't it? It would be good. It's a seafoam. It might be, Anna. Yeah, she's she's not got the poker face, but... uh, You're right. Terrible. (laughs) And I'm sure... Is male seahorses giving birth a kind of... uh, is that a wrong answer oh, but they do they do i mean it's a great fact it's a bonus it's, point right it's, it's oh yeah on qi you get you get one point for getting an answer right but you get two points if you say something interesting on qi yeah so. mm, it wasn't that interesting though everyone knows it okay um, I'm, 10. I'm gonna go <laughs> i'm gonna go with a um a puppy Oh, a sea puppy. puppy. Really cute. <laughs> sea puppy. I like that. It is incorrect. I'm afraid this is actually. I think this is a term for uh, many baby fish, young fish. Oh, uh, Jenny, do you want to uh, chip in? Fry. It's a fry. Actually, yeah. it rebranded as a tox fig in the last few years. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely fair. To be called a fry. <laughs> Well, she is, you know, she is small fry, isn't she? There's, uh, there's fry and small fry. Wow. Yeah, small fry, brilliant. yeah. I will accept a, a demi point for that I think because can, I was clued in. I was clued into it. Yeah. Let's go for Jen. Are you, are you ready for a fish-themed question, even though there's I'm, no such thing as a fish? I'm prepared for anything around the theme of, of non-existent fish. Excellent. Your question is, which species of fish are the only ones to have eyelids? What? Ooh, that's brilliant. Um, there's, oh, I've never heard of anything like a Taiwanese blinking fish. <laughs> um, I've got, <laughs> it's got to be something quite distinctive, I suppose. Um, why would it need eyelids? Species? <sighs> something like a piranha. Oh, I, I sort of like where you're, where you're thinking. Why do you say yeah. piranha? um i'm just i'm just wondering if it's um they might have to once they latch onto something they close their eyelids to stop the blood getting in or i don't know Ooh, that, that is okay. yeah i'm thinking of it's some so you know close. evolutionary you know you're just you're just bang on with the reason but right. you're not thinking <laughs> scary enough oh a shark. there you go what sharks have eyelids Sharks have eyelids. I mean, that's one thing that scares me about sharks. These are those dead eyes, those shark eyes. But if you knew, they could sort of bat their eyelashes. They could like wink at you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to bite you, honest. (laughs) (laughs) That's well. I think some have two sets, right? Because I think um, so. Some have like the nictitating membranes, which I remember we did on QI because it's what like woodpeckers and birds have to clear Mm -hmm. stuff out the way. But then some sharks have eyelids where they just blink to keep the the blood out the way when they're uh you know when they're massacring something but (laughs) then the terrifying shark eye comes from those that don't so great white sharks don't have that second set of eyelids and so they roll their eyes back in their heads when they're killing something and that's why it's like an exorcist kind of (gasps) visual isn't it when you can only see the whites of their face as they're tearing someone to shreds that is that is a pretty scary image although i i, I roll my eyes an awful lot so maybe maybe, <laughs> maybe that is shark. maybe i'm part shark maybe part <laughs> great white yeah oh yeah oh god i've got to eat another surface oh <laughs> here it goes oh. okay uh lucy do you want to hear my question to you i would love to thank you okay your question is what do catfish have 27,000 of 
that humans only have 9,000 of. Ooh, what have I got 9,000 of? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Broken dreams. Um, <laughs> regrets. Um, God. I have 9,000. It's a lot, isn't it? It is a lot. I'm looking at myself. and I'm. <laughs> they must be pretty small. <laughs> follicles? But it feels like you'd have more follicles than that. More follicles, for sure. Um, babies Hairs. have more. And they lose some of them as they get older. Ooh. 9,000. Babies have more of them. Yes. And they lose... That's perhaps not a great clue. (laughs) 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 What what level of clue are we allowed? Oh, God. Well, because, I mean, you know, babies have more babies. Is this being tossed up? Well, you know, I feel I'm not going to get this point. Jenny, do you want to... Um, it's got to be. Is it got to be something like sensory, a sensory a taste buds? Yeah. Oh, I like that. Taste buds, absolutely spot on. Oh, well done. taste buds is correct. Team team effort. There. I was, <laughs> I was led very gently by the hand there to that one. So thanks, I, guys. I, I was I was just spitballing to be honest. I was trying <laughs> to get anywhere on it. I was going for something entirely different. So gosh, amazing. Gosh, so catfish are the gourmets of the uh, fish world. Oh, they yeah. should be so many. awarding Michelin stars. They're that all over be. the body, aren't they? I think catfish. Ah, yeah. they always, always be tasting. <laughs> and I believe, I might be wrong on this, Anna might correct me, but I think babies have them on the inside of the mouths, like on the cheeks. And yeah. On the, uh, wow. On the mouths, yeah. That's what you should never make your small children eat, the things they don't like, like all vegetables and Brussels sprouts and broccoli. They're just tasting it more than you are. Wow. You've ruined your taste buds with years of ageing and alcohol abuse. Not you guys specifically. <laughs> we just specifically, we, as, to be honest. Um, <laughs> as recently as this weekend, Anna. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> A few more taste buds bit the dust. <laughs> <laughs> and brain cells, sadly, yes. Gosh, isn't that... Yeah, because actually the kids do... Um, yeah, definitely spices and, you know, all of that stuff. They Well, all those um, vegetables, those green vegetables, are very bitter to children, mm, yeah. aren't they? Like... A, sprouts and things like that yeah yeah they're all super tasters here's your question jenny oh god and that is which type of fish's name translates as holy flatfish (laughs) (laughs) holy flatfish holy flatfish well what language is that coming from um John Dory. I mean, it's another one. That's it. <laughs> Fish names that can be used as exclamations. Uh, um, <laughs> I'm just think about John Dory's now. That's really nice. It's holy mackerel as well, isn't it? Holy mackerel. Holy mackerel. Yeah. mackerel. No, that's not. I'm trying to think of anything that might come from your old French or whatever. Oh, um, Sante, like- holy, sainted. A lot of yeah. our fish, like the um, common fish, come from Old English or... Middle English. Oh, yeah. So, holy flatfish. Is it actually a flatfish? <laughs> I believe it is, although I'm not very good on fish. Um, I think it is. Dover yeah. sole or something like that. No. So um, try and take the word holy and slightly bolderize it so it doesn't quite sound like holy and it sounds a bit like a fish. Halibut. Halibut is coming. Ah, hey. Very good. 
thanks for, for leading me directly to that one <laughs> that's 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 what i like about quizzing when you know the answer and you know that someone can get the answer yeah yeah telling them is to massage more fun yeah well there's a quiz that i love a russian quiz called stog de kagda and they have questions where no one's going to know the answer straight away it's not like what's the capital of mozambique or whatever it's a kind of it's a puzzle and a riddle and you have to kind of work out the answer and as a team you kind of work out what it might be and i really love that kind of quiz something when you sit in a pub and they ask you a question and everyone can kind of chip in and try and yeah like give you give something towards the final answer i think that's a brilliant quiz when that happens Absolutely, I completely agree. I with wonder that. if we'd have an appetite for that on British TV, or whether it would be. They tried it in America with um, Vernon Kay as the host. Weirdly, what? Yeah. Did they? Um, that's that's left called, field. It was called the Million finest. Dollar Mind Game, and he was there in a suit and kind of tampering down his Bolton accent. Uh, but they put it kind of in weird times and so it never really did anything in America it feels like it could be um, one of those ones that starts on BBC4 though doesn't it yes. Yes. they should yes. make it much more only connect cult it's classic got, than shiny Saturday night show it's right. got a very only connect sort of mindset to it because we played a few didn't we in the QI office years ago yeah, and it's so did. fun because it doesn't distinguish between, you know it doesn't really matter kind of how much you know it's all about using your lateral reasoning to work out yeah. the answer applying what things that you know and then working out what someone that, adds to the mix and putting that in or ruling things out it's like detective kind of games i think yeah. british audiences would really like that because we like well, a mystery i mean rambling yeah. round britain quiz does that a bit doesn't it mm. that sort of collaborative stuff but um but it's often about cricket <laughs> <laughs> i'll just leave that there it's often about there's, cricket. A, there's a bit too much specific knowledge it, in needed for round britain it is, yeah. it, it is more a quiz with layers yeah, whereas yeah, yeah. the the Russian format is, you don't you don't necessarily have to have that specific area of knowledge. You're never going to have to know about cricket in a Russian quiz, Lucy. No, I, I should move there. I really should. <laughs> how's your um, How's your Pushkin? Because that comes up a lot. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Gogol and uh, yeah, no, I don't think I'd be any good, really. I mean, I've read Anna Karenina, but that's about it for uh, Russian culture. What? Well, we did surprisingly well on that, but only because you essentially gave us the answers. I so think I think four kind. out of four, wasn't it? Yeah, hundred percent. But, you know, uh, well, you're very take, kind. Yeah, demi points, demi points. But let's just say, should we wipe the slate clean and say that going into the final round, we are, is everything to play for? Because I always like it if there's everything to play for. So we have quizzed with you, we've been quizzed by you, everybody's quizzed everybody, but now we all get quizzed by Amanda Redman, our producer, who's going to come in and uh, how does it work, Amanda? Individual questions for yeah, all of us? Yeah, individual questions. Um, as uh, sort of the last few weeks I've tried to sort of tailor them uh, to everybody specifically with something about them and I'm going to start with Anna. Anna mm. you have very little um, about you on the internet so I do apologize. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Glorious. I know this is you, you this is quite a skill in itself of maybe I should have asked you. I know. It's how awkward. you manage that but if you um, do if you will invite a professional spy onto your podcast you can't expect there to be anything about me out there mm. um yeah. yeah sorry about that there's nothing to tell but you know i've done interviews i've tried to put it out there but 
<laughs> it's just them. It's just nothingness. Well, from your own fan wiki page um, for No Such Thing as a Fish, it does state that you have spent some time growing up in Oxfordshire, Strong. Oxfordshire, yeah. and you yes. like a particular butchers there. But um, I couldn't. <laughs> so I was going to ask really? you a question about butchery, and <laughs> I've I've played it really quite boring and safe for this. I'm really I do apologise. It's just a question about Oxford University. So in which year did all colleges at Oxford University allow women to be awarded degrees? It is multiple choice. Uh, 1878, 1920 or 1974? I mean, it's not 1878. Women barely allowed, you know, to read a book in 1878. <laughs> um, 1920 still feels too early. And 1974 does feel a bit too late, even for backward old Oxford. I think I'm going to go with 1974. No, it was actually 1920, but each of those dates are significant. So it was 1878 that women were allowed to come and study. 1920, it was the where they were finally awarded the degrees. And in 1974, that let them sort of enter and stay. But the answer is 1920. Is there still an old women's college at Oxford? St. Hilda's, is it? Yeah. They, they probably started letting, letting blokes in now because they get everywhere. Speaking <laughs> <laughs> um, of which, is it my turn for a question? <laughs> well, do you know what? I'm going to ask Lucy a question next okay. because what I'm going to do for you and Jenny is because you're both from Bolton, I'm going to ask you, I want you to go kind of head to head a bit on famous <laughs> Boltonians. Oh, no. Um, so, Lucy, you grew up with a background in pharmacy, both your parents mm. being of that persuasion. <laughs> so, <laughs> we don't like to talk about uh, it. No. Don't, let them, don't let them into Oxford yet, do they? <laughs> <laughs> so, which famous author was once a pharmacist? And I've got multiple choice Ooh. if you need it. Was it Ooh. A. Agatha Christie, B. Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, or C. Ruth Rendell? Oh, lovely. What a lovely question. Because I'm sure poisoning has been involved in all of their... I sort of feel... I don't know. See, Agatha Christie feels like she never really did anything. I don't know. I'm going to go with Agatha Christie, actually. I'm going to go with Agatha Christie. Well, I'm delighted. You're absolutely right. Well done. Mm. Uh, It was in a hospital. and Do you know, I think I sort of had read that somewhere once. I knew it, but I didn't know why I knew it. But you're right. She did. She used loads of her chemistry knowledge on her in her novels, didn't she? All the poisons Mm. and stuff came from that cool lady. And not from just testing them on people, which is... (laughs) Well, we don't... No one has any evidence. She writes a very tight plot line, so maybe she did get away with some stuff. Yeah. She could have had another job, like if she um, worked in a fish and chip shop or something, and all of her deaths were someone being battered by a sausage or <laughs> falling in the deep fryer. That's rounding mushy peas. That is an egg. overcooked sausage if you can batter someone to death with it. All <laughs> oh, right, so moving on to Bolton then, shall we? James, you're first up. So, which famous Boltonian does Liam Gallagher have a grudge with? Is it A? Peter Kay? Is it B, Vernon Kay? Or is it C, Amir Khan? Well, I don't know. Um, Peter Kay? I shouldn't think. It feels unlikely that people would dislike Peter Kay. I don't know. He seems so, he seems so likeable. Um, Amir Khan. Um, who was the third one? Vernon? Yeah. I think it... I oh, Maybe Vernon might have interviewed him once because he did do a lot of pop interviews, didn't he? Oh. He did. I'm going to go, I think I'm going to go for Vernon. 
Ron Kay. It was oh, Peter Kay. Really? Apparently Liam Gallagher is still absolutely fuming with him after Peter Kay mocked a big fur white coat that Gallagher was wearing at the Enemy Awards one year. I, and... I think Liam Gallagher's picked a fight with pretty much anybody though, isn't it? <laughs> True. He is, Actually, he's yeah, a belligerent probably... fellow. A, B and C, so I'll probably have to give the point anyway to James, I would say. It's only a matter of time if, if yeah. he hasn't already fallen out with him. A friend of the podcast, famous Auntie Vic, does have a grudge against Vernon Kay. Oh, does she? Yeah, yeah. Right. because um, the day she moved into her house, uh, she found that the back street where she wanted to park the van was all blocked off and security guards were there and it was because Vernon was getting married at the church at the end of the road and he decided or, well his security team had decided to to block off what? all the nearby roads what and she was furious and she just drove at them anyway and parked up and stopped the <laughs> wow. I really hope she's in Hello magazine somewhere <laughs> and a flick in the V's at Tess and Vernon <laughs> Jenny famous Boltonian is of course uh, Ian McKellen and in the late 1980s he narrowly missed out on which of these awards was it A rear of the year was it B sexiest smoker or was it C world's sexiest vegetarian <laughs> oh. oh what he we, didn't win we, it he just narrowly have... missed out he narrowly missed out well you can narrowly miss out on rear of the year because we've discussed this before because yeah. ben shepherd was picked to the post one year by gary um, barlow by gary barlow honestly <laughs> honestly um i mean the other ones sound like you would have been the designated you'd have been the heir apparent to that title and then the found out that you'd quit smoking or they'd seen you eating a sausage <laughs> <laughs> they probably do for the vegetarian one they probably do follow you around don't they and make sure that you you're not scoffing mm. ham butties i'm gonna for the sexiest vegetarian and say that he, he wasn't actually a vegetarian Correct. He was a pescatarian, wow. but they didn't have actually a word for it there. So he, <laughs> I think he was seen eating a bit of salmon or something. And, wow. and then, yeah, picked up the post. So I don't know who won it. I don't know who won it. If anybody wants to find out and let us know, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> I shall never be winning that award on several counts. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we've talked about butchery. So maybe the, uh, the National Association of Butchers could award all of us yeah. something carnivore of the year carcass <laughs> some sort of big carcass <laughs> we can only dream well that was um, a really good quiz amanda thank you very much thank you amanda thank you Excellent. and welcome um, and what was best about it was that i think i'm right in saying that team fingers on buzzers uh, edged that one well done guys just about Absolutely. i mean and yeah. i I never. T I'm not the kind of person, Anna, who turns into a monster when quizzing is involved. Oh, but God, get in! <laughs> yes, <laughs> in your face. We beat you. <sighs> Thank you. I'm out. Suck it incredibly <laughs> successful global podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are the cleverest people we know, and uh, well, not that Jenny knows. She knows some really clever people. You're the cleverest people I know. I, do, I know them as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You are very clever people and uh, you've been bloody wonderful guests. Thank you so much for... Pleasure. Uh, and letting you win was, it was absolutely worth it to <laughs> see the looks on your face. All the practice you've been getting in, in the online quizzes of, uh, of letting people win very graciously, it's paid off. 
like Christmas for me today. But I love that. <laughs> You've made a week already. Monday. <laughs> so yeah, so thank you very much to James Harkin and Anna Chasinski from No Such Thing as a Fish, which you all know. It's a massively successful podcast. Continue to listen to it as we all do. And thank you, listeners, as always. We love you. We love you most of all. <laughs> we do. Auntie Vic and all the others. Uh, Vernon Kay, Peter Kay. We know all the Kays of Bolton are listening. Everyone's listening. And we'll see you next time on Fingers on Buzzers. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Fingers on Buzzers starred Lucy Porter and Jenny Ryan and was produced by Amanda Redman with music by Kevin McLeod and Justin Edwards. Email quiz at fingersonbuzzers.com and tweet at fingersbuzzers. Thanks for listening and don't forget to join us next time for more Fingers on Buzzers. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.